to transform what you see on the outside, you've got to transform who you are on the inside. And that is the quote of the day. the quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Today's feature speaker is another brand new speaker, Andrea Pennington. And Andrea's talk is about to rock. This is, um, it's so fascinating the way that the brain works. And what she's going to talk about a little bit here is the way that we become programmed on a scientific neurological level. And I love the fact that she brings up the book, The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton. And there's a board that's kind of in my living room and I like to write down my thoughts and stuff. And what she's about to talk about has been on that board for at least a year. And it's about brainwaves. And it's about the different brainwave states that we are in throughout our lives. So check it out. From the ages of zero to two, the brain is primarily in a delta state. There is no filtering of information coming in. There's no editing. There's no critical thinking, none of that. So what people are saying around this individual, the words being expressed, the thoughts and beliefs being expressed, go right in. They are impressed right into that mind, right into that brain. Now, from the ages of two to about five or six, the brain is primarily in a theta state. In other words, the brain is in a hypnotic trance. So when someone is being hypnotized and they're just, you know, accepting a suggestion and, and playing that out for the hypnotist, the brain has been put into a theta state. And that's where you were at from about two to five or six. Now, that's where our programming comes from. We were literally hypnotized in somebody else's suggestions, the authorities around us. Again, like I talked about a couple of weeks ago, the media, our parents, our babysitters, our teachers, religious figures literally took all of their stuff and threw it right into our brains and we couldn't do anything about it. That's where our programming comes from. But when you can understand that and recognize that, and examine those beliefs, and examine where they came from, examine the consequences of those beliefs, then you can do something about them. You can break out of those beliefs. You can break free of that programming. And like she says, you can become who you really are. Here's Andrea. I realized there was more to the body and mind than what the American medical system was teaching me. I came to understand that our programmed beliefs about ourselves and our place in the world dictate a large part of our health and happiness, as well as our level of success. Now, the challenge is our concept of self is often inauthentic or weak. To transform what you see on the outside, you've got to transform who you are on the inside. In the next few minutes, I will summarize the soul and science of my work to leave you with three vital keys to unlock your potential for transformation. It's a simple prescription, really. One small shift that can yield big results. I'll even tell it to you now. Become who you really are. When you look yourself in the mirror, past the makeup or blemishes, 
Do you ever sense that there's more to you than what you see in your reflection? So who are you, really? When asked who are you, most people respond with their age, ethnic background, job, or position in life. Why? Because we've all been programmed. The programming of your self-image and how you describe yourselves to others begins in childhood. As author and biologist Bruce Lipton so passionately explains, during the first six years of our lives, our brains exist in a hypnotic trance-like state such that we passively absorb, record, and believe the things that are impressed upon us from the outside world. So from birth, the socialization process shapes our sense of self, identity. And little by little, a social mask is formed, and we behave according to the rules of our family or religion. We adopt the cultural, political, and gender norms that are thrust upon us causing most of us to lose sight of and compromise who we really are. Now, the sad thing is, most of us end up forcing the unacceptable parts of our personality into the shadows, and we end up masquerading as a half-baked version of ourselves. We embrace the qualities of our peers or the ideals of our parents, all in an attempt to fit in and be accepted. Meanwhile, the authentic, original you, that glimmer you see reflected deep in your eyes, takes a back seat. Often, we don't realize who we are meant to be because we're so busy trying to live out someone else's ideas. But what if who you thought you were is wrong? What if by being your most authentic, perfectly imperfect self, you could transform your health and your life while having an extraordinary impact in the world. You know, the challenges that our world faces today, from economic collapse, crumbling political regimes, environmental crises, and global health problems, we need new solutions, not rehashed versions of old thinking. Einstein said, no problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. In 2010, IBM conducted a study of CEOs around the world. 60% of these CEOs said that creativity is the most important leadership quality for success in business. So you see, we need people who will be creative enough to think outside of the box, those who are bold enough to go for their dreams, and those who are free enough to be truly themselves. That's from whence that creative spark of genius often comes. Now, Greek philosopher believed that we have a telos, a purpose or an end toward which we are pointed. And that end is the self. And the best life, says Aristotle, is spent trying to understand what that self is and to become it. And that's what people who want to transform the world need to hear. Become who you are. Now, that's also the title of one of the positive psychology courses I teach here at IUM in the business school. One of the first assignments is to research the class title. Now, many people have heard Become Who You Are, or they've seen it in online social networks, these cute little postcards. Most often, the phrase is attributed to Friedrich Nietzsche, but Nietzsche was actually quoting Pindar, the lyric poet. Upon further research, we see that Pindar's line, 
when accurately translated from the ancient Greek, reads, become such as you are, having learned what that is. So you see, your first key to becoming who you really are is to learn who you really are. All right, that was Andrea Pennington. Her website is andreapennington.com or Andrea Pennington or Andrea Pennington. I always get confused with that one. But if you want to watch that entire talk, go to TEDx Talks on YouTube and type in Become Who You Really Are. That is it for me. I will see you tomorrow. Peace. Thank you.